0: Welcome to our podcast, Transparently Speaking. I am Diana and I have a son who transitioned at a young age to become his true self.
1: And I am Joy. I have also supported my daughter to transition
0: at an early age. We are here to share our experience and our learning along this journey. We want to provide support and guidance parent to parent. And if you find yourself on a similar journey, we want you to know that you are not alone.
1: So let's dive in, Transparently Speaking. Diana, it sounds like
0: You have another school-related
1: story (laughs) associated with Dinah. Do tell what the latest is.
0: Yeah, I got an email from Dinah's teacher yesterday to let me know that Dinah had been sharing his birth name at school. I had talked about how I don't share it. Like at the meeting that we had that I talked about previously before school began, I did not share his birth name. And I explained I didn't share his birth name because he doesn't like it to be shared is what he had told me. So, I think she was worried, you know, that to make sure I knew no one was asking, but that he was giving in. And, and she said that in a math assignment that they used names, he asked to use his birth name, or as Dinah calls it, his real name. That's how he refers to it. And for an English writing thing, they were talking about long vowels, which are, I had to ask. <laughs> vowels and say their own name like their own name and so his birth name has that in it you know quick sideline i'm so glad you said that you had to ask
1: about the vowels because i feel like the most terrible mom my youngest is dyslexic and so he gets some tutoring like on phonics and i don't i never learned the phonics rules so no, i don't know i don't know i'm dyslexic.
0: learning along with my, my second grader So his birth name had a long vowel in it. And so the teacher said he's asked to use it. And some of the students, you know, innocently have asked him what it is. And he's telling them. This brought up like so much emotion in me. And let me back up a little bit. It's not, (laughs) it's been bubbling up because the week before he at home was like, I'm going to write a book. And he made the cover page and the title. And when he wrote, the author by, he used his birth name. And so I had asked him at that moment, I said, do you want to use that name? And he's like, no, no, no. I just, I just use it to write. I use my real name to write his words. Just side note to listeners, I would never call somebody's birth name, their real name, just to be really clear. But that's the language he's using. So we'll use (laughs) the language he's using for himself. So I said, yeah, there are a lot of authors who don't use their names when they write. They use a different name and then they use their name in their private lives. And that was that. And he was kind of defensive. But I have to admit, in that moment, I got kind of excited because before he didn't want to see his birth name. He didn't want to hear it. We weren't supposed to speak it. And the only thing I can think of that's kind of changed recently and for the life of me, I wish I remembered what we were watching, but there was something on TV where a side character had been his birth name. It was a a man with his birth name because his birth name is gender neutral. And there are characters throughout TV, you know, that identifies girls and if I identify as boys that have had that name, but I think it's the first time he's seen it on TV and it happened to be a man. So I don't know if that has anything to do with anything. All I know is that happened. I got really excited and then I don't want to be excited. I don't want to be excited because I don't know that what this means. I don't know that it will necessarily mean that he's going to start using again. But then I got the email from the teacher and to hear that he was like using it a little bit in class. And I felt myself starting to get really excited because I loved that name. I do not like the name Dinah, if I'm being fully honest with you, but I don't think I need to like his name to be honest, but it's nice. (laughs)
1: So yeah, I was really curious about this excitement. So the excitement is the potential to use this beautiful name that you gave. Yes.
0: And at the same time, I have so much fear of being excited because I feel like I'm setting myself up for a heartbreak. I don't want to go through it again. I don't want to go through Mm. loving the name, hoping that it gets used and then it not getting used again. Like I was okay the first time. I don't think I want to do it a second time.
1: Mm. And
0: that feels
1: like maybe an opportunity for us to explore or share with our listeners a bit about what was it for you in kind of losing the name or what does the name mean? What is it about the name that I'm hearing you kind of grieving or this hope currently kind of that maybe the name will be yeah. back in place again?
0: I mean, you know, it's interesting because Clark's story is different than Dinah's story when it comes to the name. For Clark, like I remember that was one of the first things we talked about, even before I realized how he identified, I asked him one time, what do you think of your name? It was when I was suspicious, but you know, I didn't want to ask directly how he identified. And he had told me, I don't really like my name. Like very matter of fact, it's a, it's a lady's name and his name was, would be associated with a feminine name. I love that name. And I was sad to lose it. And it made sense. He identified as a boy that did not align for him. And we collaborated, like he was like, what about this name? And like one of the names I was like, that's my boyfriend from high school. And he's arrogant. I think I still love him. And I name my child after him. So no, <laughs> I veto that. <laughs> And then Clark had some rules, like he didn't want a name that any, any friends had. So those names were out. And then, so it just kind of came until we came upon Clark as a group and that was fine. And I liked it and we all liked it. And there still was a, a loss of that original name that I loved so much. But at that time, it felt like more the loss was the name and whatever idea I had of what it meant to have a daughter was also associated with that name. I don't know that I could have pulled the two apart.
1: You and I were briefly chatting about this concept of grief around the name or loss of the name and what that means. And the way you just described it for Clark, I think is very similar to my experience with Samantha. I didn't have an additional layer of loss, I think, around the name. It was sort of the whole thing. It was this idea of who I thought my kid was or what my life was with three boys, back to this concept of an identity and how I just pictured all of our lives. And that was shifted. And just that change was really hard. And that loss of some idea of what I had, although, as we've discussed before, that may not make sense for people because it's still my same kid, right? But it's, it's back to these ideas that we hold in our mind and these beliefs or the structure that we create that we lose a little bit of. So I think for me too, with Samantha, there wasn't so much a loss in the name. It was the the big experience on the whole.
0: Yeah. And I think even like thinking about how we came to choose the name. And I think for all of us, when we hear a name, like. It conjures up a feeling, a thought, an idea, depending maybe uh, if we've known someone else with that name or the sounds or whatever, like it's, I don't think it's explainable. When Arthur and I would think about names, we'd throw out names. And then sometimes it was an immediate, like, no, I couldn't really tell you why. Like, like, no, I just don't like it. I don't like the sound, like whatever. And other times, let me think about it. And and Clark's name came from movie credits. I can't remember watch movies. We went to the movies all the time before kids. (laughs) i just remember we would always sit when i was pregnant and watch all the credits to look at all the names to see if we would get an idea so it's a little bit of a loss there because we have been asked about clark oh how'd you decide on that name that's always a challenge i don't know what i answer anymore it's been a while but but they're usually asking me as an assumption it was his birth name Oh, I see. I see. So people
1: are just asking how to come up with the name. And then in the explanation or the story, you have to almost fudge the story because you're not disclosing Clark in that experience.
0: Yeah. And I'm a horrible liar. So I'm like, oh, I don't, I, I don't know. Complicated. So it's, <laughs> it's never smooth or pretty. And then I just move on. Whereas Dinah, like you have to understand that Dinah changed his name when he was three. He didn't tell us who he was till he was four. So the name change came before he shared his truth with us. And just a little background, you know, when he was three, growing up, we never said, we used she, her pronouns, but we never said like, you're a girl. We just were like, you're Dinah, except, you know, his birth name. And so at three, he changed it and it wasn't until he was...
1: I was just going to interrupt for our listeners. I remember, Diana, when you were expecting, and I remember with your experience with Clark, you were going to make a really conscious choice and an effort to create a space without the societal and gender norms as possible so that your kid could grow into whoever they were without that extra layer. So I just wanted to offer that to to the listeners because you sort of hinted at it, but without that context, that comment may not have, have resonated.
0: Yes. Arthur and I knew we wanted a gender neutral name because we saw the one issue with Clark having a very feminine name. His expression was more societally considered masculine that it often gave him away once they heard the name So we wanted Diana to have the ability to explore and not to be put in a box based on their name, but let them express themselves however they express. And so, yeah, we chose a gender neutral name. And then Grayson, of course, when I was pregnant, was like, make sure there's an A in the name. Like, let me add another layer there because all of us had that, you know, in our real names had that letter in common. And so that was part of our task, Arthur and my task. So we chose the name very carefully. And so he changed his name before right before he started preschool. And I always thought it was like a control issue. Like, I'm leaving home. I'm leaving my family, my parents for the first time. I have to go to this strange place for a few hours. It just felt like he was trying to gain control. I'm going to decide what you call me. And so when he said dying, I was like, yeah, fine, whatever. (laughs) Fine, we'll call you that. So it was a year later when he told us like why do you keep calling me she her is that a girl thing and I'm like, yes she hers girl he him boy they them is non-binary and he was like well I'm a boy call me he him and I think for me that's when the loss of the name began to come not right in that moment but when I realized he identified as a boy and he's still not changing his name
1: <laughs> he's still not recognizing that the his chosen name from the year prior would express to most people as feminine that's what you're saying
0: we we told him like just so you know people may be confused because most people think Dinah is a girl's name and he can and at the time i had been talking to a therapist who specialized in gender diverse kids and she was like okay don't tell him again (laughs) don't tell him that again because you're creating some anxiety it was right before he was starting the new year of Preschool, so we never said it again. But it was said to him before he started preschool. But I think you know he is a very black and white thinker. So for him, it's like, well, that's my name, and I'm a boy, so it's a boy's name, like whatever. But I'm wondering as he's gotten older. Now he's in second grade. He's seven years old. If he has more awareness of the gender perception based on name, I don't, I don't know, but it does make me a little bit curious. And and I think just like Clark's name, every time I'd hear it, I'd feel so sad. And I always say every time I hear Dinah's birth name, I love that name. I think you've heard me say it. Like, I loved his birth name and I love the stories behind creating it and picking it. And I never liked the name Dinah and I think it's his to choose. It's his life. I want him to have something that aligns with him. And I was able to let it go, but now there's this spark of hope that it may return, but who knows? He might go, and we're going to choose Peter. I like, I don't know. And then the A's gone. The neutral's gone. It's all gone.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And it feels like a lot of unknowns and uncertainty.
0: And I recognize, I think, the one added layer to name for Dinah is safety. Like the name he uses right now with us is a feminine name. So I think it doesn't out exactly who he is, but it there's some amount of outing. And like, why does this boy have a feminine name and we've talked about it before like who knows what the gender vector is is this a child assigned male at birth who is wanting to be feminine Uh, or is this assigned female at birth and identifies as male like I don't think people know what to do with it but it's something's there because they're like you know why would you name a boy Dinah and I want to be like do you know the john i always tell people do you know the johnny cash song called a boy named sue (laughs) yeah but bruce the my third child has expressed some embarrassment for his brother dinah having that name when we've had a had like a class where he's had to write some examples of things that happened at home and anytime he's had to write about something that happened with dinah he makes it very clear do not write the name just write my younger brother Hmm. I think I don't want to be heartbroken again if he doesn't chose it, but I also don't want to get too excited also for the relief of having some societal, and I want to make that clear, societal alignment of name and identity. I'm curious, Diana, have you talked about a safety perspective? Just to be really
1: clear for our listeners, tell me more about how safety fits in there for you.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't, I think gender diversity does not feel really safe right now. And so that's what I mean. Like his name with his identity doesn't exactly tell you which way his gender vector goes, meaning what's he assigned with, how's he identify? But I think from a societal perspective, there's a misalignment. And so it's a giveaway that there's some amount of gender diversity there, which I'm not ashamed of. And there's a lack of safety, feeling of safety, having people, because who knows who's going to hear that and, create a scene, create a
1: problem. And when I hear you say that, that resonates with me in terms of our experience has been with Samantha about why we chose to leave and her desire to remain undisclosed means she doesn't want people to know. And so if people knew, what would that mean? And I am understanding with more greater clarity, what I'm hearing you say about the name and the expression being or feeling misaligned and that creating some version of disclosure, like that there is something here.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And especially since Dinah does not want to disclose, he does. He's made it clear recently. He doesn't want us to tell anyone he's transgender. He doesn't even want me to say publicly, I'm a parent of a transgender child. So it's like, uh, Your name and identity have some amount of disclosure. It doesn't necessarily mean he's transgender, but there's some gender nonconformity, gender, some well, there's gender nonconformity, let's be honest.
1: Yeah. And is it a matter are you curious if he understands that? Or is it just recognizing independent of sort of what he's thinking, that's just what it is the safety piece or which part? Yeah. Um, Oh, gosh, I guess there's so many layers to this, right? There's this broader, does Dinah understand that most people will probably engage or experience Dinah with this gender diversity, given the expression doesn't match, you know, assumptions around the name, a societal sort of norm around the
0: name? Yeah, I don't know if he understands, but I have a sense he's starting to. Mm-hmm. We shall see. So- Joy, I've talked a lot about like how we came up with the names. I'm curious about like, what about you? How did your family and Samantha come up with her name?
1: Yeah, I think it is a little different than what I'm hearing was your experience with Dinah and Clark. You know, we weren't sure how to do this. And I don't think there is a right and a wrong way (laughs) for all of our (laughs) our listeners. So the way we navigated it was we decided it'd be easier, I don't know if that's true or not, to maintain the initials. And so we sought out names where we could maintain the initials. Remember that Samantha was very young. So we're talking about a five-year-old. And so there were desires to be like sparkly pants or rainbow glitter or like, who knows? There was all kinds of crazy stuff I remember. And so we felt very strongly that we should have a say, and because that's just the way we're gonna navigate it. So what we did is we came up with names that we enjoyed, Q and I, and we even reached out and engaged with some extended family to get some ideas and see if people had had ideas. And so we ended up using an extended family name. So that was beautiful. So Samantha is actually an aunt's name. And then we used a middle name that was also a family name. And so it kind of worked out, but what we did with Samantha was we said, hey, these are names that we like, which of these might suit you best? And we're blessed, honestly, that she ended up choosing the one that was a family name. And so, but that's what it was, is we gave her a couple options and she selected one and ultimately everybody was very happy, I think, and has been since with with the name selection. So there was some version of collaboration in that, in that we came up with options and she ultimately got to pick. And I know I've been part of other parent discussion groups where they talk about this and how difficult it is to come up with a name and or let go of this concept that typically parents select the name. And sometimes now what's happening is the youth are picking the name and there's all this grief and there is this loss and there is this part of being a parent, which is naming your child. And that especially with adolescents going through the process, they have a lot more desire to be autonomous in selecting those names. Absolutely. So I think there are a lot of different ways that the naming is happening amidst this experience of gender diversity.
0: And I mean, Clark did not want a name that was the same first initial as his birth name. So that was his one kind of absolutely not besides not a friend's name. And then, of course, Dinah, like, dinah is strong will the apple does not fall far from the tree so there's that dinah's name is not legally changed clark's is and so for clark's middle name we did say hey every child's middle name has a family significance and we want to give it to you and so he was agreeable to that
1: okay so you guys had a
0: choice there yeah
1: and there's diversity in all of these processes and approaches And ultimately, a name has a lot of different meanings and emotion that
0: comes with it. So we see you and you hear you for our listeners that have this
1: experience. That's a wrap on this episode of Transparently Speaking. Thanks for joining us today. Join us again on the 1st and 15th of every month for our next podcast.
0: Thank you to Filter for our awesome music. That's P-H-I-L-T-Y-R. Check them out at Apple Music, YouTube Music, Spotify, or anywhere you download music. As a reminder, we welcome your feedback and questions. Email us anytime at transparentlyspeakingpodcast at gmail.com.
1: If you're taking something away from our podcast, we'd appreciate if you'd take a moment to provide us a review. The more listeners and reviews, the more people we can reach and support. Thanks in advance. Cheers from Joy
0: and Diana.